everybody, this is Jay English, and it has taken me a full day to process everything that I saw yesterday. Um, I've wanted to hit record, I've wanted to get this video up, and I don't know, man, just everything I saw yesterday, it really, it really did a number on me. Um, I watched it literally from the beginning, from the onset, um, and I can't say I was expecting what I saw um, at the same time I can't say it necessarily surprised me either but it was unbelievable um, unbelievable so I mean I was shocked I was scared for the people that were inside the Capitol for the congressmen uh, for the senators and I can't imagine the feeling of I'm sure some of them probably thought we may not make it out you know I read an article about one gentleman who called his family and just wanted to tell him that he loved him because um, he didn't know how it was going to turn out you know the conversations I've had sitting here talking about looting and rioting and violence and everything else and I don't really care what side it's on it's all wrong it's all wrong and that's how I look at it um, people handle their anger in a lot of different ways and that's that's not the way we should be going about it so it was amazing to see what I saw. Um, and then a part of me got angry. You know, I'll be honest with you. I got really angry. Not about the rioting, not about the looting, not about the protesting. Um, and people have the right to protest. That's a reality. That's what makes this country what it is. We all have the right to protest what we feel are injustices or things that we don't like, we don't enjoy, we don't want to do. We have the right to protest those things. And if you take protesting too far, that's your choice. You can do that, but you also choose to suffer whatever consequences come along with that. And that's a reality of it as well. Um, but what I got angry about was feeling like the response wasn't the same. Um, you guys, I've been out here, man, so I'm out in Milwaukee, and protests have been happening in Milwaukee since this summer. You know, there's still stuff going on. Um, and the things we saw and witnessed just here, just here, um, the things we've seen all over the country throughout this entire summer of people protesting for equality, protesting against police brutality, and protests that would happen or not even happen yet that would be on the books to happen and the National Guard would be there waiting police force they're waiting in riot gear shields batons you know all the munitions um, I don't know if you all remember but here in Milwaukee when before COVID the DNC was actually supposed to come here supposed to be right here and there was a lot of surrounding police departments that actually backed out of providing security because they made a decision that they didn't want security and the police force utilizing rubber bullets, tear gas, having those things on hand. Not necessarily even to use, just to have them on hand. And when they said that you couldn't have those, um, there were a lot of surrounding locations whose police departments backed out. Um, and, and weren't going to participate any longer. Down in Washington, D.C., this summer, you know, protesting, where monuments were being surrounded, you know, 
government buildings had all kinds of armed personnel. There's videos that you can look up right now and see that happened in Minnesota and other areas where people who were sitting in the street, standing in the street, and were they doing something wrong? Yeah, technically they were, it was after curfew. <laughs> curfew was 8 o'clock, I believe, and it was 8.05. And you would see people coming up the streets and just start firing on them to disperse the crowds. I know people in Wauwatosa who were protesting. A number of things there, and some of them were detained, some of them were handcuffed um, for simply being present. Some people were detained with no, no real reason. <laughs> no real reason behind it. Oh, man, people in Portland being picked up, taken to undisclosed locations and unmarked vehicles. Like, we, we saw a lot of things, and it was crazy to see, but you knew that being out here, man, this was a possibility to happen. So when I saw yesterday, and I saw thousands of people, and I didn't see the police presence. I was confused. I was a little confused. Because they'd have been being marketed all over social media, Twitter, everything else for, for certain people saying, hey, we're going down here. This is what we're about to do. It's about to be crazy. It's about to be wild. Um, to not see that police presence there prepared, like, it amazed me. And then to see the crowds rushing up the stairs of the Capitol building and then begin breaking out windows and pulling open doors and running into the building and to not see them met with any resistance. Um, not just me, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people I know, a lot of people I love, a lot of people in my community having conversations, being on social media, just engaging with each other and seeing a lot of african-americans man looking at that and saying if that had been us man it had been a whole different response we saw what washington dc looks like when we came to protest and it looked very different we've seen all year long how we tend to get treated And when I tell you that a majority of the protests were peaceful, I really mean that. And we saw the amount of force that was being utilized. We saw the tanks pulling into town. You saw the armed vehicles. You saw the armed guards. You saw all these things being brought out. And to not see any of that. Um, it's a lot of us, man. We hurting. We angry. And I was talking to someone and I was trying to help them understand. We look at it and feel that only white people could get away with that. And I'm being honest with that. I'm not saying that to do anything but tell you how we honestly feel. And he was like, you know, do you really believe that? And I said, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, if I got together with about 2,000 of my friends and we ran down there and decided we was going to climb the walls and run into the building I can't imagine I can't imagine and I said let me let me take this to another place for you let's say United States of America Washington DC same reason because people are upset about the election they want to see a change let's say 2500 of my Saudi Arabian 
our Middle Eastern brothers and sisters was down there. And they ran up the stairs of the Capitol building and into the halls. There's no way you can convince me that it would have been what I saw on TV yesterday. There's no way you can convince me of that. There's no way possible you can convince me of that. And if you, like me, look at that and say, man, if that had happened and it had been Middle Easterners, what would that have looked like? Would there have been more than one death? Would the response have looked different? Would the preparation have looked different? Would the coordination of the entire thing have looked different? And my issue is not seeing a similar response. That's where some of the anger comes in at. And it's not that you want to see people being hurt, brutalized, beaten, shoved, knocked down, shot, uh, thrown. You're not wanting to see that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the level of restraint that I saw yesterday was phenomenal. It was amazing. I saw police officers ushering people back down the stairs like I saw police officers showing a level of patience that I didn't see a whole lot of all summer. I saw, I didn't see a whole lot of arrests. And I had to ask, why was that? I didn't see a lot of people being zip-tied and thrown into cars or, or, or carried off. I didn't, I did not see that. And my and not just myself, man. And when I saw some other pastors, and I'm not just talking about, I'm talking about literally African-American pastors like across the board. And I know so many amazing ones. And some of them that are even more quiet on stuff like this who are coming out yesterday like, you got to look at this and see a problem. You have to. Wow. Wow. Um, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's just not the same. So. The first thing that I'm asking is that we can acknowledge that there's actually an issue. That there's actually a difference in how we're being treated. That's the whole point of plain English. That's the whole point of Neil for Nine is to deal with the realities of inequality. And what I saw yesterday, I would call it Exhibit A. These are the things I can't do. I can't do that. There was a series of studies that was done some years ago by the American Psychological Association. And they did six different studies and they tested hundreds of people and they showed them a picture of a face. And after six studies of hundreds of people, they realized that when people looked at a face that they assumed was black, and they were asked to give a opinion on the size of the person, the amount of harm the person could potentially cause, how threatening the person would be perceived to be, and how valid the use of lethal force would be on that person. They noticed a huge disparity. If they believed the person in the picture was African American, This was a study. They found out that most people assumed they were larger, they were more threatening, they were more likely to cause harm, 
and that the use of lethal force was actually more necessary. Now, of course, they did this with a diverse study, so it wasn't just the mindset of only one particular culture of people. This is all cultures of people who are viewing African Americans in this light. There was another study that I watched on television. I watched them do it, where they put people in a police simulation. They gave them a gun filled with blanks, and they had people jumping out from behind stuff, and they had to make a snap decision on, is this someone that's going to do you harm? Is this someone with a cell phone, or is this someone with nothing at all in their hands? They had black people, they had white people jumping out, and people had to make that snap decision. Well, at the end of the simulation, they had two people jump out from both sides. Neither one of them had anything in their hands. They both jumped out with their hands up, but one was black and one was white. If I don't tell y'all that every time the black person got shot, every time the black person got shot, and it didn't matter who had the gun. White people had the gun, they shot the black guy. Black people had the gun, they shot the black guy. Asian people had the gun, they shot the black guy. Hispanic people had the gun, they shot the black guy. When we're talking about systemic issues, we're talking about the realities of cultural diversity and of cultural bias. We're talking about discrimination being on a subconscious level of even how we perceive a threat. In a split second, if I see a black body and a white body jump out, I instantly point my gun and pull the trigger at the black body. Statistics have proved these things. And it's not equal. And these are the things we're fighting to change. And I just feel like you can't look at yesterday and say anything different. We saw the same thing. The amazing levels of restraint. I have to believe there are officers absolutely feared for their lives. I have to believe there are people that deserved the number of officers I heard reported that were injured, severely, like really injured yesterday. And we get reports of one shot fired, you know, one person being killed. What I'm saying is that level of restraint that I saw yesterday, the level of care, not just for the congressmen and for the senators that were being protected, but also for the people that were literally running through the Capitol building, the care even for them. I want to see that same level of care for everybody. I want to see the same level of preparation that I saw for us over the summer. I want to see that same level of preparation over here too. Because right is right and wrong is wrong. And what I saw yesterday was definitely wrong. But it's not what the people decided to do. It was the response that I really had a problem with. That response should look the same. Because again, we're talking about equality. If people are being arrested here in Milwaukee, being arrested in Wauwatosa, being arrested in Minnesota, you're going to certain places where three and 400 people are being arrested for, for being out past curfew. And then I find out 50 people were arrested there. It's not the same. And it's telling us something. 
have a friend of mine who made a great statement. He said, you cannot not communicate. Everything you do communicates something. And what we saw yesterday communicated a lot to us. So that's what I got for today, you guys. I just wanted to explain it, at least from our standpoint of what we saw, what we witnessed, um, how many of us are feeling. Trying to navigate this space, man. Trying to be of help. Uh, for those of you that have black and brown friends, check on them. Just being honest. Check in on them. See how they are. If you're running a corporation, you're running a business, you're a pastor of a church, you may want to have a few extra conversations this week. Um, many of us feel like this was another reality-filled example of the differences in equality that exists in this country for people like us. Because again, if those had have been Black Lives Matter flags, if those had have been people of Middle Eastern descent, still U.S. citizens, running onto Capitol Hill, if those had have been Hispanics, climbing the walls and running through the hallways, repelling from the ceiling down into the chambers, I really do believe there would have been a very different response yesterday. I believe there would have been a lot more arrests. I believe there would have been a lot more people being detained. Unfortunately, I believe there would have been a lot more deaths as well. And again, not looking for that, not even wanting that. What I want and what many of us in my community are saying is the level of restraint, the level of care for people's bodies that you showed yesterday. That's what we want everywhere. I appreciate you guys. If you've got questions, please feel free to hit me up. Hit the inbox. Uh, hit us up on plainenglishinc.org. Um, I'm happy to have more conversations. I love the dialogue, but I had to get this off my chest and be able to let you all know some of the conversations I've been having and how what we saw yesterday affected us on a, on a very different level. All right, take care. We'll talk again soon.